0: Now, the next question, um, does it happen instantly? Does self-realization, God-realization, enlightenment, inner peace, does it happen instantly? And not usually. Uh, and even uh, people who have reported, so there are people who have reported instantaneous awakenings um, who have been able to abide there. Now, in my reading and in my experience, I have never personally met anyone who has had that experience and stayed there. I've had lots of people claim it, but then you observe and listen to their understanding or, or you observe um, the demonstration of, of how they live that understanding, and you can see that they're just kind of stuck on a, maybe a, a momentary breakthrough that they had as though that's it. Um, The only person that I would even believe or trust uh, that had that kind of experience was Ramana Maharshi uh, mainly because of the extent of how open he was in his life. I mean, he lived basically in view of the public, his entire life on a couch. So there wasn't a whole lot of behind the scenes um, things where he could act in ways that were not, um, you know, some people are good at at presenting facades, but then you get them behind closed doors and you talk to him. Okay. What, uh, let's, let's go back outside. (laughs) Um, but even one of uh, Ramana's students, I wish I remembered the exact pronunciation. I don't have the book here. It's again, by my bedside, it's it's Anamalai Swami. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he, he was asked this question as well. And I just read it the other night. So it's, Nice that someone asked this question. He said that for him, uh, it just occurred slowly over time. It's just as though one layer was removed another layer was removed and he became lighter. He described it much more eloquently, but it was just something that happened as a process over time. And that's how it's supposed to happen for pretty much all of us, really, Um, because it's just like growing up, uh, maturing. Mr. Davis um, was asked this question one time. And um, he said that for him, it's just been slowly over the years, our realizations have come. And uh, I think someone asked him if he was fully enlightened or something like that. And uh, his response was something like, um, I'm a little more enlightened each day. I'm a little more enlightened each day. And we we all need to let that be the case. Um, Because this is not... It's okay to be engaged in the process. Um, so personally, you know, if you start telling me you've had an instantaneous awakening experience, you, you can bet I'm pretty much not going to believe you. Um, maybe if I spend some time with you and it seems obvious and it is true, I might believe you a little bit more. But um, it's it's not it's not common, and the the trouble is is that people have a breakthrough experience just like when they take um, like a hallucinogen and it's like they break through into a reality that they had no cons- comprehension of before and i see this happen all the time and then they come back and maybe for a few days or a few weeks they're able to remember that and live from kind of this breakthrough experience that they have but in time they, they just go back into their old habits they go back to their own thought patterns um, they keep doing what they've always done thinking in the, the old ways trying to Imagine that this is going to persist uh, without any kind of change within their life uh, on their part, and at least within six months uh, maximum, they're back to where they were. Um, The same is true with spiritual experiences. Many people have a breakthrough spiritual experience and they know it, but then they keep living in the same way. And we have to remember that this is, this is part of growing up. You know, as, as you as a human, as your body gets more mature, you become a teenager, an adult, you don't keep acting like a baby crawling around on the floor, sticking your thumb in your mouth, and you don't keep acting like a baby. You're, you, 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 you act in accord with the, the development of your body. So as realizations uh, become clear, well, you, in order to, to build upon those and to keep growing uh, until maturity is complete, you, you have to change at every time you've had a realization and, and, live from that consistently. Otherwise you just keep going back to the same level again. So um, you can have flashes of insight and, Many of those things can be life-changing, but you have to hold them. You have to incubate them. You have to let them become part of you because if you don't, you just revert back to your old way of being. I mean, there are some, the more you you practice, the more you go there, it often becomes impossible to go back. Um, you know, people ask me often, well, how do I stay motivated on the path? You know, I'm I'm getting distracted. How how do I, how do I kick my butt into gear to get back on the path? And I really don't have any answer for that because that's never, I've never experienced that. It's as if for me, um, I can't help it. (laughs) It's no, it's just, there's no question about this being important and doing this, uh, there are many things in my life that are that way. Uh, m- music is one of them. I love playing music. So when people say to me, well, how can I get motivated to play music? I don't know, because uh, I've always wanted to play music. So you, you have to start thinking about the things that, that you would do anyway, that there's no question about you doing them and start working to build your spiritual practice. As though that's the case, even if I wanted to stop meditating, which I have tried a few times, actually, when I've gone through um, a crisis of faith um, or, or difficulties uh, admitting the truth of, of, different spiritual things. And I was kind of fed up, you know, why, why am I, why am I doing this? It didn't matter. E- even in those moments, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop reading. I couldn't stop listening to my teacher's talks. I couldn't stop meditating. I was frustrated and I was having a crisis, but I started to recognize that, um, that's just part of the growing process sometimes. So, um, there will come a time, and, and this is described in, in certain uh, spiritual texts, where once you start having glimpses of what reality is or what the self is, often that's all you need. And not in the sense of then you are awake forever. It's that you've caught a glimpse of what the truth of it is, and once you catch a taste of it, then it's all over. Then you, you no matter what, you you can't stop because you, you, it's it's going to be back in there. And No matter how much you try to bury it, it's going to keep coming up. So. My recommendation is don't try to bury it. You know, if you go through crisis of faith, if you go through difficulties, hey, welcome to being human. Uh, But stay consistent with trying to understand your spiritual text, trying to meditate daily, trying to do your best. That is what makes the difference. Not succeeding. (laughs) You will succeed eventually. But it is the the, the repetitious trying that eventually leads to uh, a realization of, of success. Because if you don't try, of course, it's never going to happen, or it's going to take a long time, naturally speaking. So um, consider this. And realize that this goes in stages. And one of the reasons why I love this particular avenue of teaching the the two-year career yoga apprenticeship course where we're not in an organization we're not getting together in groups and talking about our experiences we're not even hardly meditating together most of the time but you're learning the stuff to practice on your own you're learning the stuff to practice on your own because eventually and it's important to know this um realizations that you have you can't talk about and share with others and by doing so you actually diminish it or you distract yourself i mean there there are things that i wish i could say and it usually comes up whenever i have to give talks at unity church because they want me to give a sunday sermon Uh, and i'm okay with that i can do all right with it But in my own meditative experience, what I want to share, I don't have the words for. And I want to, because as you might remember, when I was younger, I was pretty fanatical about things. And um, I like to get people on board with stuff. Uh, So I, I want to get people on board with what's possible with the realizations but no words can convey it. So all I can do is hope that they have an, an inner um, an, an inner drive towards it. And I, I would say, uh, I don't even really use the word hope. I see them. Meaning anytime I see people, rather than hoping, my, my immediate sense is I see that light awakened in them. And in my mind, maybe that's going to be helpful. Maybe this aspect of consciousness, seeing it in the other aspect of consciousness is uh, a differentiated person. Uh, will 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 enkindle that and so when I see you or when I think about you that's my thought I'm not hoping that you're going to wake up I'm seeing that light growing brighter and again I'm not a separate individual from you we're all one in consciousness so then at least one aspect of your consciousness is seeing that so maybe it'll be a little more possible um, but anyway back to the point you um, you don't want to get caught up in, in, in having to share these things you want to ha- you want to be able to be confident in your own experience um, and, and that's why I prefer this route of teaching because you're going to be by yourself and you're going to have to trust yourself and we will come together once a month like we do here in this this, uh, this online talk or sometimes when we uh, when you schedule a private private discussion with me. Um, uh, or at the end of the year, when we do the in-person retreat treatment, that's possible. Um, but otherwise, you're at home and you're having to work this stuff out. You've got support, but you're getting stronger in yourself. And I like that because then I know that no matter where you go, no matter where you are, you develop that strength within yourself. And you're not going to be dependent on a group or an organization or a place so in a way, this is harder, probably, maybe, I don't know. I, I kind of think the other stuff's a pretty big distraction. Um, but it's, it's, it's more fortifying. It's more enriching. It's, it's more nutrient-dense, <laughs> I think, if we were going to con- compare it to, to foods. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to some other discussion before we meditate together. This episode of the Kriya Yoga podcast was made possible by donations from Kriya Yoga apprenticeship students and supporters of our Patreon community at www.patreon.com forward slash Kriya Yoga.